listening to uh, the Philly Eye podcast, broadcasting live, or recording live, rather, from the wonderful Last Out Media Studios. We're back for another week, and we're going to get right into it. We're in the midst of the NFL draft. Uh, round four just got underway. We're two picks in. And Howie Roseman is getting ripped, and I think it is just completely ridiculous. This team is in the midst of a rebuild. We all kind of realize we're not a Super Bowl contender. And unless the rest of our division just bottoms out and is terrible, I I don't think right now, I don't think we're a playoff team. So with that being said, going into a draft with a ton of holes, holes all over the field. There was there isn't one position group that is that we can't address in this draft. And that goes for quarterback. Even though I want to see Jalen Hurts, that doesn't mean you shouldn't take a quarterback at all. So Howie Day One did what you know we wanted him to do. I said it a couple weeks ago. I want three starters in this draft will the first three start week one probably not but i think next year you will look back on this draft and out of the first three picks you'll be like wow we have three starters devonta smith the heisman trophy winner was the right pick credit howie credit the eagles they read the board right they knew the Giants were targeting a receiver. Um, thank you, Denver, for going corner corner with uh, Carolina. And Howie was like, "All right, I'm going to get my guy," which is weird because last year we ripped Howie for not trading up to Dallas to get Ceedee Lamb. Yet Howie does it this year for the receiver, one of the receivers everybody wanted. And I guess we liked pick one. But then Howie stays in the second round, reads the board, and takes one of the best interior offensive linemen on the board who can also play tackle. He can play all five positions, which is incredible. Uh, An incredible, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An incredible... Incredible uh <laughs> trait, trait. Oh, there yeah, we go. There An go. Incredible trait. We to found have. it together. See? <laughs> Collaborative, just like Howie Roseman and Tom Donahue, right? Uh <laughs> we'll get into that later, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. This is an incredible trait to have. He can play all five positions. The Eagles offensive line. If we look at the starters, well, we'll say Dillard, Samalu, Kelsey, Brooks, Johnson. Dillard's an unknown. Sam Alu's, he's good. We'll, we'll just put he's good. We don't know if he's going to be center or guard long term. Kelsey, we keep begging him to come back. Eventually, he's going to say no. Brandon Brooks, you know, he's still good, but he's getting hurt, and he's toward the end of his career. Can I ask you something real quick? Because you yeah. said that, though, Greg. It, will Kelsey ever say no? I think he's the next Jason Peters. I think he's just, until we see it, he's not ever going to leave. 
just just a bunch of one year deals. Yeah, especially now. Is this? A, I mean, like, well, like the second round pick. Do you think that provides a little motivation for him to stay or to go? You know, because like everybody's everybody just assumes this kid from Alabama is going to be a guard, and that's fine. But right. I mean, clearly he's earmarked. He looks like Jason Kelsey. Right. He looks like when he plays center, he looks like him. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I I do think Kel. I think this is actually his last year. I just think past couple years he was really considering retirement. Eagles probably like look, young quarterback, new coach. Can you just stabilize everything for us? Give us one more year. Um, Brandon Brooks, like we said, is getting older. And Lane Johnson's getting older, and they're both beat up. So for the people to be upset that we took an offensive lineman who can fill in at any five spots, if Brooks goes down, you can fill him in there. If Kelsey goes down and you want to move Samalu, fine. He can fill in at left guard. But to rip Howie this soon for addressing our holes, I feel is just like low-hanging fruit. We don't like Howie. And I'm not trying to sit here and tell you guys that Howie's now a great GM. Because in round one, I don't applaud people for doing what you're supposed to do. I have a puppy at home. If I take her outside and she goes to the bathroom, why am I going to stand there and be like, yeah, good job. Like, it, you're, it's what you're supposed to do. Like, he was supposed to get an impact player at 10. And he did. Thank you, Howie. Like, I, I'll admit, you did a great job. Also, just in regards to last week, I mean, like you said, it was a mistake to move back that early, and it clearly wasn't. Uh, you're right, and I, and I will admit, I was so, wrong. So that's, How, that's the only thing I would push back in terms of like the credit in round one is because th- it's what happened around, and you got an extra right. first rounder along with getting what everybody on Eagles Twitter wanted at the same time. Right. He did, he did an incredible job. I, I thought they moved back too soon, but I was wrong, and I'm going to be wrong a lot. But one thing, you guys, one thing you guys will learn, if I'm wrong, I will admit it. I, I don't care about being wrong. How he moved back, got a one, and only moved up two spots and only gave up their ladder of their, or their older of their third-round picks, which is pretty incredible. Now, Milton Williams. I'll be honest, I... I had no clue who Milton Williams was. I watch a lot of draft tape. I talk, you know, me and my one friend, you know, he loves college football, knows a lot about college football. We haven't talked about it yet, but I woke up, watched some Milton Williams tape. Looks like an athletic freak. Looks strong. He's not like a plotter that just can't move and just eats up like he's not a two-gap guy. He's just going to penetrate and be a disruption. And then I wake up and look at Twitter, and there's a video of Tom Tom Donahue and Howie Roseman, you know, which I kind of, like, why do I have to see the war room? Like, I, I don't really care, ESPN. Can we stop showing the war room? Can we just, like, get these picks going? Like, And I guess they're pissed off at each other, or for whatever reason, there was a little animosity, a little butting of heads, which is fine. But we don't know if it was over Milton Williams. It could have been over a lack of or a dispute over. Do we move back more? Did we not move back enough? Did we not get it? Like We don't know what it was. And it's just automatically assumed that, oh, Tom Donahue didn't want Milton Williams and Howie Roseman overruled everybody and just took the guy. We can eliminate ice cream, though, right? Right. We're not arguing about ice cream? No, okay. it wasn't ice cream. Vanilla or chocolate. I don't know. It wasn't vanilla or chocolate. S- sausage or pepperoni pizza. Right. Right. Or fingers on your hand. Right. Why not both? I like both. Sorry. <laughs> Like, I, I feel like we're so reactionary in Philadelphia. 
And it's like good. It's good and bad. But when it's bad, it's really bad. So I really want to hit on Landon and Milton today because we all know Devonta Smith, like the weight, the stop with the weight thing to stop. Uh, the guy can play. He you watch him at Alabama. You watch he passes the eye test. He passes the physical test. I, I, like the weight thing is so annoying because everybody loved Deshaun Jackson and had no problem with Deshaun Jackson. People love Jalen Rager. Well, some people love Jalen Rager. Rager's small too. If we had Tyreek Hill, people would not be complaining about Tyreek Hill's size. I guarantee you they wouldn't be complaining. And plus, Nick Sirianni just used T.Y. Hilton in where'd he come from? Indianapolis. And yeah, I uh, first of all, I hope Devonta Smith is better than T.Y. Hilton. But I'm pretty sure he knows how to use smaller typed receivers. But Dickerson and Williams weren't like stash picks or whatever. Yeah, Dickerson has injury history. He plays football, guys, and he tore his ACL. It's 2021. I'm not incredibly overly concerned about ACL injuries. Could it become a problem? Yeah, it could be. But like we said earlier, our offensive line is getting older. And I believe after the Eagles took Landon Dickerson, there was a pretty strong run on offensive linemen. So had Howie not addressed it in the second round, they might have had to reach even more in these later rounds to fill one of those needs. Now, was he the best guy on the board? That's subjective. I don't know the Eagles board. I, I don't know. Like we all, if you had ten people in a room and you all put together a draft board, it's probably all going to be different. Could they have gone Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma? Yeah, I thought he was good. Uh, the center from Ohio State, who I'm drawing a blank. Could they have gone him? Yeah, they could have gone a million different ways. Um, the Asante Samuel thing. Yes, the Eagles need corners. Yes, our defense is, you know, it, it struggled last year. Yes, but Greg, they need that one. Yeah, that, that is that one specific corner. <laughs> like that one guy. Like, we don't know if he's going to be good. And I feel like we get so caught up. Like, Philadelphia has bad luck just from like what I've heard from what I've seen drafting the sons and like the brothers of like Hall of Fame people. Like, um, who's the one Philly? We had, but like his brother was like incredible. We just got like oh, uh, Giambi, yeah, Giambi brothers, right? Like, uh, and I think we uh, or there's a, whole, a long line of them. Mike Maddox was here, right? Uh, yeah, who was that? Uh, G- uh, Jeremy Giambi. There it is. Not yeah. Jason. Yeah, like oh, how do we know Asante Samuel Jr. is going to be as good as his dad? Like we're just he's making not, the assumption. He's not <laughs> right. Like if, first of all, if he was, he's probably a he's probably going with Horn and Sertain. Just saying, he was probably going with Horner's retain. So last week, I told you guys I was giving Howie a clean slate. And I often feel like we forget, like when we talk about sports figures, GMs, players, we forget that they're like humans too, just like us. And I believe when those articles came out and Wentz, like they probably went to Wentz, was like, look, we'll mend the relationship, like we want you back. And then Wentz in his camp said no. Like that probably probably ate at them like it probably like man we made a mistake like you know i imagine all of this negativity around them 
bother them. And is Howie like a great GM now just because he did these three things? No, there's still issues. There's still holes that needs to be done. But on Thursday, my initial reaction was, all right, we're on the right track. And as I was sitting in school Friday, I'm thinking, what what could we do Friday to completely like reverse what was done in day one? What's what's the position we take where I'm just like, oh my God, what are we doing? I thought it was quarterback. Uh, quarterback in round three wouldn't have been an issue, but quarterback round two would have been a problem. Um, a running back in round two or three, I think, would have been a problem. Other than that, oh, and wide receiver. Because at some point, we, we I think we've drafted, what, seven or eight receivers in the past three years? We just got to put them on the field and see what they got. Those three positions where I was like, all right, maybe day two is not the best time to go with that. They get one of the best interior linemen and, and a pretty good and somewhat looking promising defensive tackle. And by the way, Fletcher Cox isn't going to be here for another five or ten years. And I kind of got the sense that Howie, and it kind of came about with the Zach Ertz news this offseason, even though at this point I don't know if he's going to be gone. Peters hasn't come back yet. They let Malcolm go. Maybe they're starting to realize, all right, we can't hold on to these people as long. And maybe I'm giving the Eagles too much credit so much so far. But Milton Williams, all right, come in. You know, we rotate our defensive lineman like crazy anyway, so he's going to play. And wouldn't shock me if Fletcher Cox has moved in the near future along with Ertz. Like the Eagles have to start getting rid of some of their, you know, formerly core players and start building a new core. And when we drafted Benny Logan and when we drafted, you know, um, Cox and Vinnie Curry and Josh Sweat, like initially we were all like, ah, what are we doing? Like, and they turned out to be contributing players. I, I think we feel like every draft pick has to be a superstar, and it, it it's just not how it works. Um, it, I just it, it just bothers me that we're so quick to annihilate and just like put Howie down, and I feel like it's because it's so easy. And I really think this year we need to just take a step back, look at the draft landscape. Like, I think he read the board perfectly rounds one and two. One, jump the Giants. They want the receiver. Boom. Force the Giants to trade back, and they still screwed up in the first round. Second round, all right, there's a big gap between our second and third. We desperately, I'm pretty sure we desperately need an inside lineman. Let's go take this guy. He doesn't have to be ready week one because we're not projecting him to start. And even a year ago, I was clamoring for Matt Hennessy from Temple. I thought he was the best center in the draft, and I thought he'd be a great successor to Jason Kelsey. And, you know, the Eagles decided to go a different way, which is fine. But they saw a need, they saw a hole, they saw talent, and they addressed it, which is what we've been asking Howie to do for years now. And I, 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 the the one thing about him, I don't know if you heard this last night, okay. but this is from Lefko Show Live, and I just want to uh, let you hear this, because this has actually like got me to, 
warm warm up to it a little bit. And it's not necessarily we can hate Howie Roseman because I know right. where you're coming from on this. Absolutely. But what does it say when you hear like these things from a ton of different people around the NFL? Again, this is from the Adam Lefko show Holding, describing. Like uh, uh, I'm so sorry. I am uh, like, talking over. This will be Dickerson edited out. Holding like mini training camps at his house for the whole team and everything like that. That and the guy that you see on camera doing cartwheels behind Mac Jones while he's being <laughs> interviewed on TV for his pro day. I'm going to be honest. I know Mahomes wanted this guy. I think everybody in the NFL wanted this right. guy. And when that happens, I get excited. This is, uh, uh, okay, Eagles, you're getting me. That's, Dickerson that was, was like, kind of like my feel of it too after hearing that now i'm a total left go fan right as well so like that but still patrick mahomes wanted this guy everyone in the nfl wanted this guy and adam wouldn't say that unless it wasn't true so like besides that hosting 50 guys coming to his house and you heard doing cartwheels like this this past spring (laughs) like right I, i i don't see why everyone's upset specifically with this pick it, I don't it, get it because it was. I think it wasn't the the quote unquote sexy pick. It wasn't a flashy receiver. It wasn't Asante Samuel Jr. And another reason I think we rip these draft picks way too early. We as fans watch tape, uh, like second round. We identified Asante Samuel and the uh, linebacker from Notre Dame, uh, Jeremiah Awusu Karma. Those two nailed guys, it. Thank you. Those two people. Or those two uh, players is what people in Philadelphia wanted because we need a linebacker, I guess, and we need corners. Because we didn't get one of those two guys, the pick sucks, and that's not the logic we can use. If you want to be like, look, you know, I I I don't mind the position. I wanted a different lineman. Fine, fair point. But to say the guy sucks because we didn't address linebacker or corner or safety. Your argument's kind of invalid because it just shows you're just bitter. They didn't listen to you. Like they're not they're not paying you to provoke your opinion. They're they probably don't even listen to me, which is fine. Like I don't well, you know it's not. I'm pretty sure Howie Roseman's got you on the dialogue. I I Howie, if you're listening, please come on the show. I'd love to talk. Yeah yeah, we're <laughs> we're actually like hey, not not bad. Right, you know <laughs> we'll have pepperoni and sausage pizza. We'll have vanilla and chocolate ice cream. You can have whatever you want, Howie. Now you could he could probably ruin this during this recording. <laughs> Too, I want to mind you because I'm monitoring Twitter for Greg here. But um, right. yeah, I, I, the funny thing is, at least for me, last season or whenever it was, right when they were about to sign Deshaun Jackson, I think it was uh, Brian Sheriff who was becoming a, a free agent. Right. And I said, I would just dump the money into there because you don't know this offensive line that well. He's still 27. He's an all pro. Like, what are we talking about here? Right. That's what you need to maneuver to. And this is, three years ago from what they were supposed to be kind of filling in here. So, like, again, I don't understand what the fans, like, look at as needs, but Lane Johnson barely – you've already said it. All right. that stuff you said, that that makes sense to me and, completely. And the Eagles' philosophy is building inside out. And I and I was going through Always my – Always has been, by the way. Right. And I was on my way in here, I was thinking, what was the last lineman the Eagles took ahead of, like, round three or four – that was just like a complete terrible player. And at first I was like, they actually haven't. And then ironically, a fire truck ran by and I thought of Danny Watkins. But that's one in the past. When was Watkins? 12? And then it's one in the past like nine years that didn't work out. The Eagles are pretty good. I'll give them credit. They're really good at a, in um, finding 
lineman talent, offensive and defensive lineman talent. Lane Johnson, they signed Brandon Brooks, they drafted Jason Kelsey in the sixth round, uh, they found Dillard, Samalu, Big V was a big contributor to the Super Bowl year. Last year, every lineman on the roster, I think, played. And yeah, it wasn't that great, but for the most part, they held up. And if you watch the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes was running for his life. You need quality offensive line depth and offensive line play. You just need it. The Eagles wouldn't have won the Super Bowl because Nick Foles isn't a runner. If the Eagles had a terrible offensive line, they weren't making the Super Bowl because Nick Foles wasn't able to run and create plays. So I we just need to relax. Let these three players specifically, not so much Smith, just grow and become pros. In two years, when Landon Dickerson is our starting center, guard, attacker, whatever, and he's an all-pro, and we're not going to talk about him because we don't talk about linemen, you're going to completely forget he was a second-round pick. When Milton Williams comes in and is a good rotational player, you know, he gets six, seven sacks a year, and I heard the people compared him to Aaron Donald. All right, relax. I'm not going Aaron Donald. I won't even go Fletcher Cox. But you don't need him to be. Just dominate. I just want you to dominate. And he's a defensive lineman. Uh, just uh, coming in, by the way, just to, uh, the the Cowboys have disrupted the entire Eagles Twitter planet here. as uh, They are also drafting uh, Jabril Cox along to go with Micah Parsons. So they have drafted now two linebackers in, before in, in, oh my God, like who in the NFL does this today, first and foremost? But this is another perfect example of what you were just talking about with Asante Samuel. Everyone on Twitter is absolutely fired right. up. They did not get Cox. And right. now, now whatever they choose next is not going to be good. Right. It, perfect it, example of what's happening for us because this fan base is obsessed with linebackers for some reason. I can't stand it. And guys, the Cowboys, for as long as I can remember. Well, okay, we'll go back a couple... Not not first forever. Sean Lee, Jalen Smith, um, the Cowboys have always prioritized linebackers. And last year, they had probably a top five athletic, uh, I kind of want to say talented linebacking core. And they were the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league. So, just because they take Michael Parsons and Jabril Cox, one, doesn't mean they're going to be great. And two, doesn't mean Dallas is, like, unbeatable now. Because they had three. Uh, they, oh, Van Der Esch. Like, yeah, that's, but that's what I mean. Right. What like, are they doing? Like, like, we were so pissed when they took Leighton Van Der Esch in the second round a couple years ago. We are like, oh, how did we look? At, or, was he a first-round pick? Well, either way, we were so angry when they took Leighton Van Der Esch. We're like, ah, oh, we need a linebacker. He's going to be good. We are mad when they took Jalen Smith. What happened? Jalen Smith tore up his knee. And he's really never been the same again. Van Der Esch is a walking injury. He's always got neck problems, leg problems. Um, Jabril Cox, he had a great one year at uh, LSU. All right. If he's great, all right. Fine. Why Why does that affect us, though? Dallas wants to go for a linebacker? First of all, our corners are bad. Have you seen Dallas' secondary? They prioritized linebacker this year over their secondary. In the same division that now has Devonta Smith and Rager and Kenny Galladay and uh, Tony and Slayton and Shepard and uh, Terry McLaurin, like they prioritized linebacker. 
because I guess they're scared of Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz over cornerback when there's about 10 top 25 receivers in our division. And they said, no, we need a linebacker. All right, good for Dallas. I like the like, I look, two of them. Just right, remind, two. Just want to remind everybody: two of them in this day and age of our Lord twenty twenty one in the NFL football era. Right, like unbelievable. Like I guys, I loved Parsons and I liked Cox too. If the Eagles had taken them, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, like what are we doing? But it's not the end all be all. This team has so many holes. Just take the best player available. And this is okay, great. Okay, Bill Belichick. First of all, <laughs> stop. Everybody needs to stop throwing that around. Best player of it. He's uh, the only one that actually does it. Everybody else doesn't. Right. No one. No. Has no yeah, best player available. They don't. And I think sometimes it's what causes drafts to fail. Sometimes I can't say all the time, but most of the time. Um. We got. We pick one twenty three. What are they at? One sixteen right now. All right. Yeah. Some, yeah. We will. There will definitely. You yeah. will know who they are taking in the right. fourth round here for sure. So that'll that'll be good. So we're going to quick recap of what happened in the first round. Um, I had, Last week I did a pod. or <laughs> Of course I did a podcast. <laughs> last week I did a mock draft on the pod. And I'm proud to say, before I say this, you know how there's the million-dollar bracket challenge for college basketball? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why doesn't the NFL do like a million-dollar mock draft challenge? Are you? I would submit probably 100 mock drafts. Is there anyone listening to Greg right now? Because hello, yes. Why, is like, why, why isn't that a thing? Like I'm making mocks all the time. Like, first of all, I don't. I think that's a little harder than a perfect bracket. It, yeah. Are you kidding me? It should be a billion dollar yeah. mock draft between trades yes. and like last minute. In, like you, you just don't know. Yeah. Like have a di- a bunch of different varieties of just like pick and player, and it doesn't matter what team, which is totally fine. Right. Yeah. You or could even like do that. Like team just and player. Yeah. Like that's. There's a million different ways to do it. Right. I don't know why they didn't do that. But I got five of the 32 picks right. Were they all in the first five picks? No. Okay. <laughs> I good. will. I'm going to eliminate. I'll, I'm going to say three because I got one and two right, which is kind of obvious. <laughs> so I got the Jags taking Lawrence, Jets taking Zach Wilson. Actually, I got to say two and a half because I had. Wait, we started at four (laughs) and now we're down to two and a half. Because I had the Patriots taking Mac Jones. So you got one and two. (laughs) I had the Patriots moving up to get Mac Jones. So I had to pick right, just the placement off. Then I had the Titans taking Caleb Farley at 22 and the Steelers taking Najee Harris at 24. Okay. All right. That's not bad. Now, why didn't. Just out of an NFL question, out of that. Why did no. No team trying, or maybe they did, and we just didn't hear about it. Uh-huh. Didn't seem like anybody was trying to beat the Patriots this week. Not one person. I, I don't know. You knew that they wanted to take a quarterback, so what? I mean, maybe maybe you're still not wrong, because if the Eagles still hold at six, and they're like, well, it's it's either we go get them or we don't. No, they're not paying a premium for that. They're not jumping all the way to six, right? Right, no. So that's out. Uh, so you're still wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't believe the pa- no one made the Patriots bite. That's very surprising no. to me. And it's kind of annoying. Like, just looking at their war room, they're just, like, feet crossed, probably playing, like, solitaire or something. Just like, all right, Mac Jones will be there at 15. Like, they probably had the card already written out. They already handed it to Goodell. They're like, uh, let us know when uh, the first 14 picks are done. And, you know, I am in more kind of worrying. If Fields and Mac Jones were there at 15, which one they would have went? I'm... Hmm. I'm assuming they were still going to go Jones, but I want to know if 
Belichick would have been like, well, I got a mobile type guy in fields, kind of where the NFL is going. I wonder if he would, if he would have went that it was way. Was possible? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember if they were involved in any of those. Yeah. I. That's a very interesting question. I don't think so, just because Cam's there. And right. I would say they were. He's the type of guy that would want two different skill sets. Right. I mean, the Patriots is incredible. They. I think they. I think a lot of people thought the Patriots reign was over. The moment I heard, I think nine of their eleven defensive starters opted out last year, it was like, all right, we'll, we'll sit this year out. Brady yeah, left. Yeah, we'll, we'll sit we'll this just, year we'll, out. We'll just chill out. I, I think that's exactly what's happening. And <laughs> what I think it's done is sparked so much rivalry between them. Not neither one of them is going to quit until they die. Right. Like Tom's got to end it first. So Bill has the advantage forever. But like. Tom is Tom will come back and coach. I, there's no doubt in my mind. Tom will come back and coach in some capacity. Really? Yes, he will. He huh. will. Pro- he l- reminds me very much of an, a more psychotic Michael Jordan, and he does not get the credit for it. I can't wait until there's a, a, a peel back the onion on really if I can a, 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 a bigger POS than we realize. Like I can, to, I can to, see it. No one. I don't. I don't believe anyone understands that. Like he is Michael Jordan here mentally. Yeah, I. So, I do see a little bit of the so I arrogant. Either way, this is going to cause Bill Belichick to stay around for a very long time. Right. I don't think he's going anywhere until he's dead. He's not going to retire. I really want to see. A Brady Belichick Super Bowl. Yes, I, like, I, I need I, it now. Yeah, I, I just absolutely. just one year. I, I don't want like you know another four. Like I, I just want one. And I tell you, like I, I watch Super Bowls. Obviously, when the Eagles, I was locked in. But like you know, you're watching the commercials. You're doing prop bet. Like I would be fixated on that game. I I want to know it's cat and mouse. I want. I just want to see it, and I want to see it kind of this year. Like, I don't want Brady in four more years, and we're like, ah, maybe you should have hung it up. I, I want to see it this year. He's got an incredible – the whole team is back. They drafted a um, solid uh, pass rusher out of Penn State. And Belichick, I believe, like I just said, he took the – take the year off. I'll I'll coach Cam. I'll teach Cam for a year. He realized Sidham wasn't the answer. Got Cam for cheap. Like I honestly, like part of me believes right this is all my, part of their plan. It's right where my brain went. Yeah. I mean, my brain went to the exact same space. It's just right. like, wait, he resigned for fourteen million dollars before making five, and why would he agree to that when there's clearly a larger market? Right. He, you know, like they signed the, the media leaks of like, oh, Cam just doesn't have it anymore. You're describing nine out of eleven st- defensive starters decided to opt right. out, and people were, people are like, oh, Patriots defense is now terrible. No. Nine of their eleven players sat out, went home. The only two that didn't sit out were the McCourty brothers, because they're the McCourty brothers, right? Uh, right. Yeah, I. If you thought Bill Belichick and the Patriots are annoying before, oh, oh my god, we're gonna get the worst of it for like the next three or four or five years. I think. And there's also a part of me that was like, they're they they might trade for Wentz. Like I thought they would have. I thought they would have too. And they probably kicked the tires, but I guess Wentz just wanted to go to Indy, which is fine. He's not. Are you kidding me? Can you exceed? Can you oh, see Carson no. Wentz? <laughs> no. The first kill, kill. Bill's calling a timeout and walking <laughs> on the field himself. Yeah. Timeout. Timeout. What in the bleep? No. There's eight in the box, and I called a run. Why are you kill killing? Like no. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll touch on this in a little bit. 
any chance the Green Bay guy goes to New England? Ooh. Green Bay, Green Bay would do it, right? There's no way. I don't think Bill would do that. You don't. You don't think he would take Aaron Rodgers? I uh, no, he would. No, he would take Aaron oh. Rodgers. But I just don't. Not with Cam there. It, it doesn't seem like they can coexist either. What What Aaron Rodgers needs is Sean McVay. Honestly, he needs Sean McVay, or he needs Bruce Arians, or he needs somebody that just lets him be him. And he has not found that yet. He's he. It's clearly a guy. He doesn't want to walk over everybody because that's not the relationship with him and his coach now. And uh, Shanahan. Uh, ooh, yeah, but that's out too, right? Yeah. So is, like, is Green Bay much options? Is Green Bay gonna like mess us up? Yes, they should absolutely trade him right now. They they would get everything ready for Jordan Love. They'd be crazy not to do it if the relationship is that way. Like if the report that San Fran offered the third overall pick and like probably more picks and maybe Garoppolo, like who knows? Yeah. But if they offered a third pick and Green Bay's like, no, we're Was fine. That, I missed that. Is that what I, I, that I think I read that, that they offered I'll check three. on that for you. Tell, yeah, what do you think about that overall? Though? That That's ridiculous. If First of all, I also read that Aaron Rodgers went to management and voiced his displeasure quietly. And they talked it out. And I don't want to misquote the person. It might have been Rodgers was told he would be traded, and then the Packers went back and was like, ah, never mind. Oh, wow, this is a huge story. The quote, I'll get to the headline, but it says, as of last night, Rodgers was convinced he's heading to San Francisco. It's coming from SB Nation, by the way. That's crazy. I didn't realize all this. Right, If and if, big if, the Packers told Rodgers, we're going to trade you. Because the way Rodgers went about it, he was quiet. Went to management, didn't didn't pull the prima donna, like, I want out, I'm not playing, like he's kind of doing now. And then the Packers were like, no, wait, never mind, no, we're not. Then I have absolutely no problem with Aaron Rodgers coming out and be like, yeah, I'll retire, I just ain't playing here anymore. They haven't helped him. They took, the Packers, once again, screwed up this draft for Aaron Rodgers. Last year, they didn't need a quarterback. They didn't need A.J. Dillon. All he wanted was a wide receiver in these two years, are probably two of the deepest wide receiver drafts in recent memory, and they haven't given him a receiver. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, yes, I want out too. Now, what was that article from SB Nation? Uh, it was so, uh, Trey Wingo was was the first one to kind of say, as per sources of last night, uh, Rodgers was convinced he was heading to San Francisco. This was, uh, yeah, that was uh, day one of the draft. Uh, Rappaport chimed in and said, while focusing on the draft, the 49ers have been monitoring the veteran QBs with Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then others were added to that list apparently right before. So they were they were really trying to figure out which person is our next quarterback. They clearly wanted Aaron Rodgers. It's still said by this, like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was not really suggested to be in one of those, So, uh, which is weird to me. But like they that. Either either he's completely untradeable, nobody wants him, or I think I think Kyle Shannon's ready for a two quarterback system. <laughs> I think that's where they're heading towards. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be wrong on that. But um, <laughs> I I I think it's I don't believe he makes. I he's not going to stay in Green Bay. It's too too much is out of the kettle now, right? Like right. This is, you can't pack that back in. So. Right. I don't. I mean. I don't know why we're taking the Eagles out of that discussion. I really do not. Now, 
if you listen to Schefter, when it comes to any big name, he always says, yes, the Eagles are involved. Which, which I'm kind of glad. Like, I want my team, whenever a superstar is reportedly available, I want my team involved. Yeah, how he's going to place a call, how he's going to make an offer, how he's going to quote-unquote kick the tires, which is fine. I don't, I don't think, I think it's highly unlikely he becomes an Eagle. Um, you know, we're kind of in a rebuilding stage. Uh, front office is kind of in flux. Like, I don't think Aaron, I think he has full control of where he's going to go. I don't think he picks Philly. And if he does, <laughs> great. You know, I'll love you, Aaron. But I think, like you said, I didn't even think of McVay. Matt Stafford goes well, from Detroit to LA to saying, Green Bay. Yeah, well, like, who, who knows? Who knows? I mean, in, in the, his injury history alone, I'm not right. taking it out of the scenario. Even uh, if they got to wait a year. Right. Like, if, if Rodgers isn't traded this year, like next year's quarterback, Carousel. Watson, Rodgers, Garoppolo, Stafford, Russell Wilson, um, Everyone, Kirk Cousins, honestly. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, who's probably. pissed they took a third-round quarterback. Like, Man, dude. this is what I'm saying. Do you see how this happening? Right. This isn't a this isn't a mistake. This is 17 games drafting here. Like, and and the old heads don't understand what's going on. Like, I, I, I don't I know I keep harping on this, but this isn't happening for no reason. Why would you be selecting all these different quarterbacks if you were really solidified and I, I don't know. I, I, I just think that there's and, and the QB carousel, the cap, all this is a part of it. The game's changing, and I don't think people realize that right your, now. Your point has grown on me. It, it actually it makes a ton of sense adding more games, and I don't think they're going to stop at 17. I think we oh, probably no, get to 18. 18 easily. Yeah. Tw- I heard years. somebody said 20. I, I don't think they'll go 20. I don't think the players would ever go Never 20. Never go 20. But 18 is extremely realistic. Kirk Cousins... I might sound hypocritical. I don't think he has the type of pull to be pissed off at Kellen Mond. And I love Kellen. I think Kellen Mond is going to be a really good quarterback. He's not going to be the Hall of Famer. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Kirk Cousins, you don't have the clout to be upset that they took a quarterback in the third round. You just don't. Live update. The Eagles are, what, two picks away, three picks away? All right, cool. And uh, I'm going to take a look at it, but apparently there's a, the other side of the Howie and Donahue video that the Eagles released. Uh, of course, of so course they did. I'm going to check that out and see what it's all about. All right. So quick, going back over the first round, I had my two and a half picks right. Um, I hate comparisons. I really do. I'm not a huge like, oh, uh, Trevor Lawrence is Peyton Manning. Like, I'm, I'm not that type of guy, like, because it's hard to be somebody else. Like, I, I just look at a player, and if he checks all the boxes, I'll tell you if he's going to be good, great, or terrible. Watching Devonta Smith, he's an incredible route runner. And I've always had a thing for wide receivers that can just run incredible routes. And this is going to backfire. I know it's going to backfire. The route running was Devontae Adams-esque. It's not Devontae Adams. I'm not expecting him to be Devontae Adams. I'm not saying he's the next Devontae Adams. If you need to play that back, play back. He's not Devontae Adams. He won't be Devontae Adams. The route running is very similar. And it's the first thing that popped off the screen with the more and more Devontae Smith tape I watched. 
Uh, the best value pick in the first round, uh, I kind of rated as a tie between the Ravens and Bills. Ravens, 27, they took Bateman. Uh, finally, they got Lamar Jackson, a true, what I believe is the number one receiver. And then the Bills are making out like bandits in the first two rounds. First round, they took Gregory Russo out of Miami. Just an incredible pick. Incredible pick. I thought he was going to go higher. People said he fell because of a bad pro day. All right, whatever. Then in the second round, they took the DN from Wake Forest. Basham, I think is his name. Basham Jr. So the Bills, who are really good on defense and really good on offense, just got even better by just sticking to the board and taking the best player available. Will it translate to a Super Bowl? Who knows? But they got two really good players. Head scratcher picks in the first round. The Giants taking Kadarius Toney. Um, what are you doing, Dave Gettleman? Uh, Giants baffle me every year. I tell my friend who we make mocks all the time. When we try to predict what the Giants are going to do from now on, we're going to think the most outlandish, wild pick the Giants can make, and we're still going to be way off. And then, two, the Saints taking Peyton Turner. Uh, the Saints. They just want to let everybody know. Eagles pick us in. We'll let you know as soon as it happens. All right. And yeah, we'll get that in a second. The Saints taking Peyton Turner, I just don't get. Um, a lot of things went right for the Eagles. A lot of teams made questionable picks. They read the board right in the first two rounds. And, and I think they came out. And I think it's been a home run. Uh, I gave Devonta Smith draft or pick an A+. Landon Dowell, uh, Dickerson, I gave him an A. And after watching film, and I admit, I, I didn't watch anything on Milton Williams. I watched nothing before the draft. Really wasn't familiar with the guy. But going back, watching tape, watching him work out, I kind of gave it a B minus. Like he looks like he's gonna be a stud. Um, but as you, uh, John just said, we got word the Eagles have made their fourth over uh, fourth round selection. They stayed at one twenty three. They did. All right. They didn't move. All right. What do we got? What do we, what we do? have the Eagles selection of Zach McPherson, corner from Texas Tech. Uh, if you want me to describe anything about his game, you are talking to the wrong person. Uh, this is very much a who uh, on the Google. Uh, had a seems like he has a good a good pro day. Five eleven one ninety five. Um, this just coming from the uh, I just grabbed the first like little draft nod from the Steelers Depot uh, of all blogs. Solid size and build. Good long speed. Fluid quick hips. Quick feet. Uh, great change of direction skills, able to mirror wide receivers, effective both at man and zone coverage. Uh, just as everybody, a reminder, Gannon usually plays pretty heavily zone coverage, uh, displays patience in zone and man, depending on the situation, doesn't open the gate. I don't even know what that means. You scouts are using all these buzzwords. Uh, here's some of the bad, at least from this person in particular, can work to improve recognition of play, seems to be more comfortable in zone than man. There we go. Perfect. That's a good match then. So he's not great in man. He's good in zone. It fits a lot with uh, Gannon. So at least by profile, seems like an appropriate pick for what they're trying to go for. Uh, but I don't know if he's good or not. So it means nothing. <laughs> Is it Zach? Zach. Like Z-E-C-H. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. All right. The only thing I'm questioning is the spelling of Zach or why exactly his name but okay i'm i'm all for it look the eagles need to address the secondary and all right i'll watch some film after this and you know next week we can dive a little deeper in him i i think it's fine we need corners we need secondary help um i do 
I'm looking at the best available still on the board. And just reading off some names. And if they're this website's a little behind, that's fine. But Tylen Wallace. I'll take Tylen Wallace. Kid's a flat out stud. Jamar Johnson, who's a safety. Um Brevin Jordan. I think the Eagles need a tight end. They just need to address tight end. And I will appease my listening audience. And it might be, it might actually happen due to the Alabama connection. Dylan Moses. Need a linebacker in the late rounds. Alabama kid. I think he's pretty good. I don't think he's going to be like an all pro. But, I mean, the Eagles don't really care about all pros and linebacker, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. I, I just need talent. I just need a solid contributing linebacker. And I think that's Dylan Moses. And then also. As we scroll through the uh, best available players here, KJ Britt, uh, if the Eagles decide to go linebacker twice or once, Cade Stearns um, is available. Dalen Hayes from Notre Dame is really good. Um, Justin Hillard, another linebacker. There's still, just looking through, there's still pretty good value and pretty good players available for you know for the Eagles to take here. I know we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I really, I really want to get your opinion on this. Do we just name the Rams, 49ers? Um, guess New England, Washington. I'm just trying to think of teams that desperately need like a quarterback. Are now we're we're gonna have to be careful with this Philly because there's gonna be a lot of rumors. That of Eagles are offering all three first, um, blank and blank, um, four first. Because the Eagles have a lot of draft capital, and because they're the Eagles, and because Howie Roseman, you know, always, you know, dips his to- toes in the pool and, you know, kicks the tires on everybody. We got to not be so reactionary on news. If a report comes out that the Eagles offered three ones, three twos, three threes, whatever. Aaron Rodgers, like we need to, we need to relax. Like I believe the Packers and every team does this. They use teams for leverage. The Rams don't have any first pick draft capital, so all they can really offer is probably like twenty twenty six and on first plus probably Stafford, unless they want two quarterbacks. But I don't think their cap would allow that. Um, the Forty ers they probably have a lot of draft capital. They could probably offer. Lance or Garoppolo plus a lot of picks. Um, I don't know if the Packers want a quarterback in return. I don't know how much they love Jordan Love. Um, I don't know what that would, you know, kind of structure that would be. Um, the Dolphins, I don't think they're completely sold on Tua, and you shouldn't be if Aaron Rodgers is available. They have draft capital. They could trade a couple ones and Tua maybe to Green Bay. Just, my point is if the Eagles are start to be linked to Rodgers and Things are being thrown out. Let's decipher the news and let's sift through all the, you know, front office speak. And like we just read in a couple articles, like how he likes to be the one who leaks rumors. You know, so I imagine other GMs too. So let's just be careful, not take it and run with it. Um, and understand that the Eagles are going to be in, of course. They're going to make a phone call. I'd be upset if they didn't. And they're going to, you know, 
try to improve their team best they can. And the same thing with Deshaun Watson. If Watson becomes, you know, uh, clean of all charges and all allegations, the Eagles are going to be right in on him too. And going back on John's point, the two quarterback thing, if we do get one of them and Jalen Hurts is still here, it's I don't think it's a repeat of the Wentz thing. I think like like you I think you also said this last week. The Eagles like to be ahead of everybody else. And I and, and or think they are. Yeah. yeah. And you were you were probably right. The initial idea of drafting Hurts wasn't to replace Wentz. It was definitely like we just need insurance. You know, if Wentz plays like an MVP, great. We got a cheap backup. And then when his contract comes up, we flip him and do it all over again. I, I honestly think Jalen Hurts was supposed to be the backup. The issue just was second round. Wentz didn't like it. Probably wasn't communicated properly. X, Y, Z. And here we are. But I really do think the Eagles were just trying to be ahead of everybody else. And, you know, it backfired. But, you know, things backfire. So it's that, have you ever seen the movie The Big Short? That's, that's, I always remember that little line in... Uh, uh, he's just like, you know, I might have been early, but I'm not wrong. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> uh, as you guys are going to learn on this podcast, I don't have to watch the... any movies. John, I'm sorry. No, I don't. Good Lord. I, I mean, like I'm I shouldn't be the one calling you. out. So like to even just to get to my level, just so you know, all my cinema friends hate me. Like they just, you know, I, I don't, I've never watched The Godfather, nor did I have any interest in watching The Godfather. Is same, okay? he, same here. I haven't, and I don't think I ever will. Uh, a lot of classics, Casablanca. Nope. What, I'm sure it's great. Like you know, I look at the AFI top 100. I'm going, yeah, this. Right. This all seem pretty boring to me. So. Like I'm a completely weird movie person. Like if I see a like the movie probably sucks, I'm gonna go watch it just because <laughs> like if I'm gonna sit for two and a half three hours in a movie theater yeah and stuff my face with popcorn and candy i want to laugh i want to be caught off guard like yeah my my version of escape is very much different so like, right for instance my the love of my life who is one of the most wonderful people i've ever met cannot watch anything other than thrillers true crimes and i just like ah. right <laughs> i need to get uh, why? Why? Why is I'm with you? Like people I like will, to laugh more. When people I, will text yeah. me, "Oh, uh, so and so movies on on FX. You got to turn it on." I'm probably watching Appalachian State and Drew or whatever play a spring football game. Why? Because watching football is just more entertaining <laughs> to me <laughs> yeah. than sitting down and watching a movie. Like because with sports, you don't know what's gonna happen. I took a movie cinema class in college, and it ruined movies for me because now. I'm thinking uh, this is going to happen. Boom, it happened. Yeah. Uh, this is where this is going to end. Like, I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. And it just like ruins it for me. If I'm watching the Super Bowl, I didn't know the uh, Buccaneers were going to win like that. Like, I, I want to be on my edge of my seat. I want to be anticipating something and then boom, be completely wrong. I feel like <laughs> when I watch, you know, especially movies nowadays, it's, you know, the first five minutes, you already know what's going to happen in the last five minutes. It kind of ruins it for me. Yeah. And I don't remember, remember every detail. I can watch uh, like the Pistons and Cavaliers tonight, and I'll come in next week and I'll be like, "Yo, in the third quarter, Darius Garland did like a sick crossover for a layup foul," and, and like I'll remember off the top of my head. Uh, if you named a movie that I watched, I couldn't tell you what the movie. Was about. <laughs> I don't, not anymore. Anyway, I like, just like I, I just I just don't watch movies. The thi- well, here's I I can't say that 
if I love a movie, I'll end up watching it a right. billion times. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah. Now I'll go find something else that I want to watch over right. and over again. Yeah. It's, uh, well, maybe we should, I guess we both need a movie club. I'll teach you and then others will teach us. It'll be great. Like my my favorite movie series, and we'll get back to the drafts, is the Rush Hour series. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Anytime one of those movies are on, I'm likely going to watch because it's a great movie. And yeah, my standards might be low. Like people might be listening to this like, really? Rush Hour? Which is fine. Judge me. I don't care. But I don't know. Like if you don't make me laugh like that, if you don't have iconic scenes like that, and there are probably movies with way more iconic scenes. I just haven't seen them. And it's a turn off for me. Uh, I'm just not going to watch it. Before we get to this week's weekly thoughts, um, man, Chuba Hubbard went Carolina. Ah. Matt Rule. I love Matt Rule. I think the Panthers are going to be good. Like, I know Matt Rule is not going to let whoever his quarterback is for the future, whether it's Darnold or whatever. And if they do resign Darnold, uh, they're probably going to get him for extremely cheap compared to what quarterbacks are going for. I I could see the Panthers being that. I think every year in the NFL, what is it? Four or five teams that made it the previous year don't make it the following year. I think the Panthers are one of those teams that jumps in and makes it. The way they've built that team, they went all defense last year. McCaffrey's now back. Uh, They have an actual quarterback now. Teddy uh, Bridgewater isn't there. Uh, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Um, now they got Lil Hubbard. I just think the Panthers are going to be good. But guys, that this is the way you'd build. Last year, the Panthers didn't do anything flashy. That role came in. They're like, look, we're going to build this from the ground up. They went all defense. Do I suggest the Eagles do that? No, but they went all defense. And then this year, they go and find themselves a the quarterback. for kind of cheap, I would say. And now that the wide receivers they had, that some people were like, oh, are they good or are they not? Well, now you're going to see if they're good or not with an actual quarterback. And then they have McCaffrey, and they have a good head coach. Like, that that's how you build a football team. That's just how you build a football team. And I think the Eagles are well on their way. Now it's time for my weekly thoughts. The weekly thoughts. Thank you, John. Number one. One and two are kind of, they're kind of together, but I split them up. One, why doesn't the NFL have more rounds in the draft? Like, just my thought was, all right, there's about, after the draft ends, there's about, you know, 150 players signing undrafted free agent contracts, practice squad, X, Y, Z. The actual draft stops at seven. Then there's two more rounds, eight and nine. And these players are practice squad restricted. Like they can only be on a practice squad for the, for one year. They can't they can't play. They're just practice squad players. Because the NFL adds more games, you're obviously going to need more bodies. You're going to need bodies in practice. You just do. So you add two more rounds, eighth round and ninth round. And these players are restricted to practice squad only for one full year. After their second year, you can bring them up and they can play. 
But I think that would actually help the game. During practice, um, all right, say your quarter, say Hertz got beat up, or say Lane Johnson and Brandon Brooks got beat up, and you know you, you got decimated by injuries, and you need bodies. All right, well you have give everybody two, uh, got two pay or two rounds to just add take four more players you desperately need. Each team gets two picks in the eighth. Each team gets two picks in the ninth. Or if you want to make four more rounds, you get one on one. That's fine. Add more rounds and make them practice squad restricted. And you can still have your undrafted free agency and all that, and that and that's fine. I, I just feel like a money hungry NFL. I I wonder if they thought about it. Uh, weekly thought number two. Why doesn't the NFL make the draft a week long thing? Like Monday night, round one, Tuesday night, round two, Wednesday night, round three. Like we might think, oh, that's ridiculous. But we would all sit down and watch an entire week of the NFL draft. Like this Saturday, I probably won't watch the entire NFL draft. Like I'll get the notification that Eagles are up to call picks and I'll pay attention at that point. But I'm not going to sit and have the NFL draft that's on my TV. But if Monday night was round one, Tuesday night was round two, Wednesday night was round three, Thursday four, Friday five, et cetera, et cetera. I would watch at least an hour every day. And I wonder, once again, I wonder if the NFL has thought about this and if they're going to do it in the future. Weekly thought three, and this is where I need your uh, expertise here, John. Why do we have and hold personal grudges against certain young players in Philly? Such as? Like, I'm just going to take, I'm going to give you three players, and I'll explain why. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Jalen Rager. When Embiid was drafted, all I heard, he'll never play, doesn't care about basketball, He's great never be in shape, yeah, yeah never going to be good. Ben Simmons, I've L.A. kid, he's not going to be here long, he never doesn't want to get better, He's never gonna shoot. Doesn't care about his team. Well, that one's true. <laughs> and, and, and he may he, no, but you're right. He might never shoot. And Bede and Simmons can't get along. They'll never get along. They'll never win together. Jalen Rager sucks. He's terrible. Waste of a pick. Like why in Philly do we expect greatness right off the bat? Yeah, I because we're impatient. That's just it's that simple. We've we've been that way for a long time. Like we're just impatient. If if you are selling us, well, and our expectations get crazy, and this is what happens during draft time. And I'm just as guilty as anybody right. else. And so am I, probably. And so is every possible member of that media, because right. our eyes don't lie to us. Okay, we don't know what we're watching half of the time. We're just right. transcribing what we think is going to be exactly. So when we hear tra- it goes, for, here's every scenario of. This pack pick isn't actually bad. That's the first phase. The second phase is lighting it up at training camp or preseason. And then, you know, we expect all of that to keep continuing to translate and to be a Hall of Famer for 16 weeks straight. We don't we don't like up and downs of progress. It's a big reason why we didn't like Sam Hinkie, in my opinion. It's a big reason why we didn't like Gabe Kapler. It's a big reason why we don't like that type of 
style when you even mentioned it. You, you're not an old person at all. Right. You should like analytics. You hate them. You know, like it's. Oh, it's, no, I, 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 I love analytics. In terms of scouting. So oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, my bad, my bad. To clarify. Right. But that's just, I think, part of all this. And this was the reason why most of us became Eagles fans was because of Buddy Ryan. But this was such a defensive town for so long, so enamored. It's finally removing itself, and Donovan and Andy did a really good job, except not at the time of it. But I just, I think it's because of everything. It's just we feel like we deserve it, and we've never really had one. And now that Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are here, I I mean, Ben Simmons to me is the Mike Schmidt of this era in terms of we don't really appreciate everything he's doing He's going to be appreciated way more after. And Joel right. Embiid is the 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 Bernie Perrant of of Philadelphia, beloved. Never say a bad word. He's never going to say a bad word about the fans because he just right. loves his time here. So, like, it's a long answer, but I just, I, I just think it's a. I think it's we feel like we deserve it, and it's not in front of us. And and this came this question or point came about last week when the Sixers lost. I think four in a row. They lost to Golden State to Steph Curry that was just completely on fire, destroying everything in his path. A Phoenix Suns team where without Tobias and Ben, in today's day and age, especially when Embiid is dominating and he's getting four people on him, if he doesn't have his other supporting cast, I don't expect the Sixers to win. And then they have to do a back-to-back with Milwaukee. And Joel and Tobias hung in there as long as they could. And then the Milwaukee Bucks just blitzed them. And then Saturday, nobody played, and Milwaukee blitzed them again. And on Monday, it's just like, oh, Ben doesn't care about his teammates. Ben's taking time off just because he wants to take time off. And Beat will never be healthy. Tobias isn't as great as we. And it's just like, we, and it's kind of a two-point thing. We take every sports season and look at it like the Eagles. Oh, everything, Every, everything is a 16 game season. That's really the problem. You just that's a much better point than I put that's the problem. And it and it's it bothers me. Like I I, I want to know if the Lakers fan if the Lakers lose to the Kings on a random night in January, if people call into LA Switch Radio and rip LeBron for not beating the Kings. No, they don't. Because what why? Why 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 would they do that? It's it's very very frustrating when we watch I watch young players dominate and it's still like not enough. But it might be the minority of fans, but the vocal minority. I, I say this again: like people told me, Joel Embiid wasn't gonna play, wasn't good. Sam Heaton doesn't know what he's doing. Ben Simmons will never shoot. I mean, you guys told me Brett Brown couldn't coach. You were right, I guess. Um, and it's just like we don't give this town, we don't give our athletes the opportunity to develop or opportunity to improve. And, and, and it bothers me a lot that it happens. And 
Sorry, there was so much excitement because uh, yes. we were running down to get a special guest real quick. Because your your ten thoughts have to include with this guy. Oh yes, with my boy, my boy's here. We've been reunited. <laughs> Cliff. Hey guys, what up, bro? How are you? What's up, G Money? How you I'm doing? Great. Look at you with the shade. You like Look that? At yeah. you. I try, man. I try. Look you know, you. you showed up here on draft night in those too, by the way. Different right. ones, different ones, oh. different ones. Oh, different ones. Different right. flavors, baby. Behind the different other flavors. lens. All right. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, I'm gonna give you quick thoughts. What's up? What the Eagles did first mm-hmm. three picks. Love it. Okay. Love it. Period. So, all three. Period. All right. Can I ask why? Because I think we're gonna have the same. These were immediate needs. Thank you. Immediate needs. Uh, and look, we took the flashy guy round one, and it was mm-hmm. the right guy. Great. And I, we found two needs in two linemen. You need line. I don't think people understand you need linemen. And our line is old on both sides. The cool thing with me with the second round pick, the kid from Alabama, he's a combo guy, center and guard. So you have Kelsey's replacement in theory. Or if Brandon, if Brandon Brooks goes down or if we receive an offer for him, you plug him right in. Right. Also, I think what you can do with um, – what's the kid? Milton Williams. Andre Dillard. Oh, Dillard. Dillard. With Dillard, believe it or not, I think Dillard might actually work out to be a guard too as well. Okay. Um, but that's you know that's just my take. Right. Is Jabril Cox oh, the one on the board? I didn't even no, think no. About uh, that. Wait. Hold on a second. Back up to that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that because well, he's got the same. He's a better run blocker than his pass blocker. Uh, that's not true. But that's but but go I didn't with, go back and watch his pass blocking was always suspect. Oh yeah, no, I I just know his skill set's a lot different than. But it's interesting that you say that though. I wonder if that's his future because I think he wants him as a guard. Do you think he's ever going to play tackle? Uh, honestly, Greg, like I don't. I if he I doesn't do play tackle, if he doesn't play tackle this year, then no. I don't. He's not he, playing tackle. I don't this year. think he's a. He might not be an eagle this year. Either. That that's like, true. It isn't amazing how it just went like. Wow. Oh, remember when they were going to trade him last off season and then he just got ir'd. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and then just disappeared. That storyline well, completely mean, went did, away. Did he tear his bicep? He tore his bicep. Yeah, he tore his bicep. Oh, oh, oh okay. he injured it. We, we can't. We can't. We can't. Like, like he didn't like hurt his bicep. No, no, no. No, I'm not saying they're lying. I'm oh. saying when is it? I mean, like a t- whatever. No, no, you're right. Oh, I think you're, you're onto something with that. And, 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 and to, uh, I don't mean the. You seem like you're in good spirits. I don't mean I'm, upset I'm, you. I'm in no. I'm in very good spirits. Jabril Cox is not on the board, and he took him. Dallas Cowboy. Which is hilarious. Look, Cliff, they always take linebackers. They had Van Der Esch. On, on draft night, I said that. I was like, yeah, what, Micah Parsons, we're gonna, we are going to kick the Everleigh bejesus out of him and that Dallas defense. Because they've always had great linebackers. linebackers. They've always had great and linebackers. They can't cover anything. Exactly. The defense is poop. And, but. and in our division, mm-hmm. who, who are linebackers Redskin. covering? Oh, no. Well, mm, tight ends? Yeah. Like, you need three tight ends to cover Dallas Goddard and Zachers. Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? I wanted to Jabril Cox I for, did that, too. for that reason because that kid can oh. do a lot. He can ball. He can do a lot. He can ball. Damn, damn, Dallas. Okay. We still got Devontae Smith. Uh, oh, yeah. Dallas. Well, and, and real quick, I'll just tell you the linebackers that are still on the board. What we got? Because I got some written down. So we got Dylan Moses is still there. Okay. KJ Britt, Justin Hillard. You guys are funny. Um, hilarious! Why? Because they're not going no, to no, no, draft no. a linebacker. I forgot. I wait, 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 wait! It's day three. You're telling me they're, they're not taking not one at day three? Not going to draft a linebacker? We're drafting Why? Linebacker. Why? Because we're drafting one. They're not. Bet it. I'm going to bet it before this day is out. The they're entire draft. U D F and A, gentlemen. You cannot spend any more resources at linebacker. What do you need any more? What resources? They just paid Alex Singleton for this year. 
They just tr- trust me when are, I tell you the entire draft. They're not taking linebacker. This entire if draft. You are going into a zone system. You have got to completely erase everything that you know about what Jim Schwartz used well, to no, do. Well, no, agreed, them. agreed. And now this is the hybrid safety spot, and you don't need linebackers. Which is where Jabril Cox. What he's a hybrid. That I agree with. Jabril Cox is hybrid. I'm not disrespecting the player. He would have been awesome mm-hmm, here for that. Mm-hmm. T- but I'm saying if you're not going to get a guy like that, it's over, fellas. They're not going to draft. One. They draft one. I don't know. They, they're going to take a linebacker. When's he might last, not make the team. When's the last time they drafted one? Period. Anybody remember? Bradley Stewart, probably. Bradley Stewart was that the last pure linebacker that Jordan they Hicks. took? Jordan Hicks, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Flat and, out, and he's good. Yeah, but he's injury prone here. The gift, the the curse of Philadelphia. He's and the Cardinals are kicking <laughs> him out. By the way, too, because yeah, he's injured. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no doubt, Jordan so Hicks. That's the last and every time you will see a linebacker drafted from this franchise. Nah, we we getting one today, baby. See what I'm telling you, buddy Ryan, right here. It's all sinks in. Cliff is the perfect example of this, by the way. So clearly, I must have missed something with you, fine gentlemen. Yeah. And so just, I will be the curmudgeon old man and say, "That's right. I don't need to do this. That's right. I don't worry about offense. I'm worried about defense. If we can stop them, we're not going to score. We need the defense to do this. See? So, Greg, let me Killing ask me. you this. Let me ask you. I made yeah. fun of him on the live stream. Uh, okay. But I said, if Nick Saban, mm-hmm. who is in your mind, Greg, the best defensive mind in football right now, regardless of NFL and/or college. One of them, top five. One, one of Good yes, Lord. one of. Come on, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can say greatest, but active, one of active currently, right now. I'm saying not all time. Yeah, pros or college, like one of the best defensive minds in I'll football right now. I'll yeah. give you top five. Top, I'll give you top, one of right. Top yes. ten. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Of yes. course. You know what he said just this last year in a coaching conference? <sighs> if you're not scoring first, then you're losing. Defense doesn't matter anymore. You've got to score first. Nick Saban said that, so why do we want and care about defense? Because Nick Saban has the cheat code. Nick Saban, yo, he has wide he receiver you. It's easy when you have 400 five-star <laughs> offensive right. players in front of you. Right. Think about it's that. Easy. The running backs, the wide receivers, look, the tight look ends. At, look at like the Super Bowl. Look at the Super Bowl. Did, 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 Tampa Bay single-handedly on said, defense. Woo. Just Held oh. Patrick Mahomes in check. They back, held back, back. Patrick Mahomes in check. No. Do, who was the guy playing quarterback on the other side? I get it. He, but if he, if they were in a shootout, I don't think Tampa Bay was you don't, up. You don't think if in a super in a shootout where Nick Foles beat Tom Brady, you don't think it's important. Yeah, Nick Foles beat Tom Brady. Why? Because the Eagles' defense made timely plays. Oh, t- now it's Thank timely you. plays Yo, for defense. You are making my point, G. Thank did, you so did, much. Did, did, the, did the defense lead them to their first first seating? Did the defense lead them to? They literally beat. They beat the yes. Falcons. What twelve nine in, yeah. in the divisional yeah. round? Yes, yes. 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 You think so? T- they don't need Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl. The no. defense was able to. No. The Bucks would no. win a Super Bowl. Okay, no. then no. put a quarterback in there. There were that defense would win a Super Bowl that year. That same team had Jameis Winston the year before, and they were terrible. Thank okay, you. that's the, so. How does defense win? Championships. You they need always both. do. They no, always you do. Need you both. You need to Sti- score. You no, statistically, both. every team's won a Super Bowl for the last, I'll say, ten years. Their defense has finished in the top five, and they've led the league in running the ball. My, I've always said this. You, yo, ch- defense wins championships. You run the ball. You play defense, Buddy Ryan. Car, see, there you go. And if you're doing that in today's day and age, you're uh-huh. going to be a six and ten football. Who won or, the sorry, Super Bowl a last year? Seven and ten. Football Who won team. the Super Bowl last year, guys? Tom the Brady, t- again, what, what for we- the seventh time. Yes, sir. The Saints just took the Drew Brees replacement. <gasps> <laughs> Who is it? Ian Buck. Notre Dame. Cool story. I'm all like, who? They traded what? <laughs> <laughs> who? All right, Greg, take no. us home, man. My All right. Go. 
Real quick, uh, I want to get Cliff's thoughts real quick. What's up? Uh, my weekly thoughts. One was, why doesn't the NFL add two more rounds in the draft? Where mm-hmm. eight and nine, those players can only be practice squad players for one year. Collected CBA. You know, it's it's all it's all rigmarole BS with the the old timey the old. It's just old. It's just antiquated thought process. That's okay. all we think like that, but okay. they don't antiquated. Two. Why does the NFL make the draft a week long thing? Like Monday round one, that's Tuesday coming. round two. That's I feel coming. like it's they're going to find a way to monetize that because the no, check ain't big enough. Nobody's watching rounds four through seven. I would no, like end to end. If if. No, 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 no. No, like tonight, like today, Saturday. You're not watching four through seven. No. Right. No. But I'm saying if round four Thursday, round I'll, five Friday, I'll I would watch it. Watch it. Right. They're, the check ain't big enough. That check's coming. Okay. Um, three, why do we hold personal grudges against certain young players in Philly? Or, or why are we so impatient with our young talent? I guess you're talking about Rager, Jalen Rager with that one. Rager, mm-hmm. um, Simmons to an extent. Embiid at one point we were ready to get rid of Embiid we drafted Okafor and everybody completely forgot about Joel Embiid I think I don't know if it's a personal well from my standpoint it's not a personal grudge I think it's just because of it's the Andre it's the Andre Iguodala effect we liked Andre Iguodala the player until he got paid once he got paid it's like wait we don't like you anymore because you're not a superstar I think I think it's the draft position because remember we're in Philadelphia. We are the most intelligent and the most knowledgeable sports fans. Right. It's the, I think with Rager, it's the fact of where he was drafted and who he's drafted over. That's the biggest issue. It's not a personal grudge, but I think that hey, it's 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 what is it? it uh, we know what we're talking about, and we want what we want. Yeah, it's okay. it's the whole thing with like um, Jesus Christmas, War, uh, Warren Sapp. When we we killed them for not drafting Warren Sapp, we wanted we booed McNabb because he wanted Ricky Williams, not realizing, hey, we need to, we need to get offensive line. We have to have a quarterback. So it's not a personal thing. It's just that we think we just think differently. That's all. Sorry right. to be long winded. No, you're fine. And this is for both of you. Top five Gatorade flavors or colors. However you however you label it. <laughs> because I I wanted Gatorade the other day, and I was just thinking, like, what what are the top five like? You walk up to a vending machine, there's only five. Like, what are the five that have to be there? Okay. Are we talking, am I active or am I- All time? This is, well, this is, I have to split it into two categories. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Like, very important. There were, there's flavors that are no longer around? No, 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 there are. Am I active, (laughs) am I doing something active or am I sitting and grabbing it? There's a big difference. Okay. Sitting and grabbing it. Okay. Glacier Cherry, number one. Okay. Instantly. And pretty much the entire Glacier series. That's the clear one, right? Yeah. yeah, That's clear. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, Okay. Okay. Um, Strawberry, humongously underrated and hard to find. Okay. It is it is the bee's knees. Cat's uh, <laughs> pajamas. And then and then I'm pretty classic throughout there. You go, I can go, I'll go blue, orange, <laughs> blue. The flavor blue. I love that. Blue, orange, lime. Pretty much <laughs> like, after that. The okay. Flavor blue. Yeah, yeah, Cliff. I am a basic, basic, uh, basic man. Okay. <laughs> lemon, lemon and lime, Ew. cherry, orange, fruit punch. Glacier cherry. Oh, fruit punch. I forgot yeah, about fruit I'm punch. super basic, bro. I don't like the cotton. I'm, I'm basic, too. I'm basic, dude. Lemon. I, I got... Who drinks that shit still? A basic 40-year-old man. Oh, well, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> you're going to be disappointed with my list, then. Cool blue. That's good. Okay. Fruit punch. Yeah. Lemon lime. That's, all right. Orange. No doubt. I, maybe I got to check lemon lime again. It's, it's been a long good, time. dude. Yeah. It's grape. good. Grape. Oh, grape. Yeah. Just That's the solid. purple. That's basic. Solid? That's purple for y'all. Purple. <laughs> you don't know that. Purple. <laughs> it's funny. Like when you're at your friend's house, someone, you want a Gatorade? Uh, yeah, what flavor you want? Uh, give me, give me, me paint. Or you just yell at a color. You don't yell at a color. Yellow. 
I said flavor. Yellow. Okay. Am, <laughs> Great. am, am I going to be off with this one saying I like Powerade over? I like Powerade better than Gatorade. Uh, it depends. Powerade. It depends, it depends on the flavor. Salty. There's some Powerade flavors that are better than Gatorade. It, uh, it depends. Gatorade salty to me. It oh, is. It's, it's salty. That's the, yo. It's the old man pilot, brother. It's see. salty. Yeah. That's like. See, we're upsetting the water boy right now. No wonder, <laughs> no wonder he's like, like freaking out about like people drinking Gatorade. It's you know what I'm saying? Do, do your Googles too. There was something called All Sport back in the day. Oh, that All was Sport the was itch. the sham. Yeah, yes. look that up. Oh, All Sport. Speaking of the day, you never got to experience Gatorade gum. Oh, snap. I remember that. Gatorade, Yo, gum. Gatorade, gum. Gatorade gum. Gatorade gum? Yeah, Why don't gum. they bring that back? I would yep. chew a pack a day. So uh, either at- Health risks? Uh, 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 no, it just was bad. <laughs> <laughs> no sales, no nothing. I remember it that. Is that uh, why they did the Gatorade chews now? The strips oh, and everything probably. else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So at good. either, I can't remember what, it, uh, <laughs> Models and Sports Authority <laughs> heavily sold Gatorade Models. gum. So I might like, I used to, my our treat was going there once a month and getting like a uh, Buttload of sunflower seeds and Gatorade gum for baseball. you know the next month of baseball games during right. big summer. league chew the, the the bubble gum remember loved that it. loved it you remember that big league yeah chews. All, right. all right so, so no if, if you play baseball what do you more seeds or gum seeds gum or I mixed when I played baseball I can't, I could, nasty. Never, could never mix I'm mixed. turning into a seeds person for baseball I'm a seeds guy. good seeds is actually pretty good I had a stupid superstition because I was a catcher and outfielder because I was the only one I could throw outfielder so, too so. Uh, if I didn't have seeds, I felt like I couldn't throw a BB. I had that stupid little walk where I, w- I would never stay in place because I hated doing that out there. Right. Placebo so effect. I would just, you know, I'm, I'm doing it in studio, but I would stand up and I would just circle like this. Yeah, you're walking back in you know, yeah, you know, like the Right. Whatever. And I would, <laughs> so you have to spit the seeds at a certain time when the pitcher's going and then... You know, and then you I had you had to be in rhythm, right? So the seeds are a very much a stupid superstition, and they've. I realized this. I'm turning into my dad. I'm driving a minivan. <laughs> I'm listening to sports talk, and I'm fucking <laughs> spitting seeds into a cup. There I'm you like, go. Oh my god, it's better than dip. <laughs> better than dip, <laughs> baby. Ooh, Cliff, first time ever trying dip because I know you have high school. And did you get sick on the baseball vomited. field? No, football. Same. Football field. Oh, football. Oh, football God. field. You didn't shoot during football? Wait, God. During, what? Like, literally going into the practice. What? It's the, it's the first time I'd ever... I saw it. It's 1996. I think it was my man Tom Vesey. Shout out to Vesey, my fullback. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what are y'all doing? It's like, yeah, it's dip. And I'm like, yo, my dad hunts. I see him do it. Never took it. Let me try it. Dude, took it. Didn't know how to, like, separate the spit from everything. Swallowed it. Literally, it it felt like I ate a bag of you know what's walking into practice. I puked like three or four times, and it was like, how do y'all do this? What the hell is it? Copenhagen skull? Oh, the Copenhagen all that shit. Like, yo, what are y'all doing? Real talk, dip. Never again. Yep. That that tap 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 tap. Still do this. Never had it. I used to pack it for everybody, but I would never do it. Never had it. Don't. No. It's so unnecessary. Can you believe that this generation looks at us and be like, "You did that? Yes, yes, we did." I had friends, friends, and players that did it. So it's not like we're looking at yeah. God, yo, I de- yo, you know what's funny when you go in Wawa or like a 7-Eleven and it's like a grown man, like he's 50 and it's like, yeah, let me get a double pack skull and I'm like, where are you going? What are you doing? Men's you're better baseball. off just smoking a cigarette and getting a vape, fam. <laughs> what are you doing? Sticking it up your ass. Yeah. Right, you, you, you're going to sit in the house. <laughs> Come on, baby. Your wife must love you because your breath stinks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Jeez. Good Lord. <laughs> All right. Five. One sandwich the rest of your life. This is how I'm prefacing this. Wait, wait. Because I'm giving you two options. So you got to pick. Oh, wow. Peanut butter and jelly, grilled cheese. Cliff goes first. You would do that. 
hold on. All right, so I have to ask more questions. What's the jelly? What's the peanut butter? What kind of bread am I using? Wow. With the grilled cheese, what so kind of cheese? All fair questions. You see what I'm saying? Wow, you're Cause, right. Cause like, yo, I, I get down with both. All right, here, I'll probably this way. Right, what you got, baby? Your, your perfect gr- grilled cheese mm-hmm. and your perfect peanut butter. Great way to put it. I got to go grilled cheese. Grilled cheese, peanut butter, and jelly, it's... Yo, it's good, but it's something about that grilled cheese when you got that perfect butter. You look, you got to butter the bread. You got to butter the inside and outside. You got to, I like four or five cheeses in my grilled cheese. Grilled cheese, I'll probably die a lot faster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Grilled cheese. Yeah, if, if we're taking out health risks. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I'm like, I'll definitely have a heart Gatorade and dip yeah. and grilled cheese. And, 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 and that gets, We've eliminated health I'm risks. I'm out of here. I like 45, 46. <laughs> Fast ticket. The uh, upper room. The upper. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The upper room. That's where I'll be, baby. It's <laughs> a life reference for y'all uh, youngins that don't know that great movie. Um, the uh, I would. Okay, this is going to sound very nature's promise. <laughs> uh, um, I would have gone peanut butter and honey for the rest of my life over grilled cheese. Chico, Chico, well, wheat bread. I've never, had, yeah. never had peanut butter and honey. Oh my God, please do that and come back and report next week. It's okay. a ghetto poor thing. Like when you're poor and then you have honey and you have peanut butter, it's a cheat code. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, I would, but my perfect grilled cheese is, no, it's just, it is, it's just American or provolone, either one. Okay. And then I put mayo and butter on one. My yo, that, that, yo, the mayo cooks. Mayo it, cooks, yeah. So the much mayo better. cooks. I've I've had that before. Okay. They're actually yeah. really good. Yeah, do it. I do a blend. Okay, yeah. grilled cheese. We, you know what I'm saying? Me and all, so, the old heads. No, it's grilled cheese and peanut butter and jelly for you, Craig. Are we at? We at G Money. He's gonna go peanut butter. I know. Peanut, peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly. Like, yeah, I, I, I gotta go peanut butter and jelly. I get, no doubt. No and doubt. and to answer your question, what kind of jelly? Grape jelly. My man. All right, there you go. Ugh. Wait, 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 you're a strawberry guy. guy? Of course he is. Yes. Or a marmalade. Fuck I'm about to say, <laughs> what are you, you're a marmalade guy. <laughs> if I was dead. <laughs> or some type of jam. You know what I'm or saying? If wait, I, is it jelly or jam? There's a difference. Jam. Really? It's jam. The, from, I always get jam as opposed to jam. I thought it was a difference. Jam is like, you it has know. seeds and everything. Yeah, yeah it's a little, it has more stuff. Oh, no shit in it. Yeah, oh. it's a difference. I'm a Welch's grape jelly guy. My, see? Of course you That's why we get damn right. Yeah, because you guys. That's right. I can't, you, I can't. I worked in a diner and I can't smell grape jelly anymore. I just can't. That's odd. Damn. <laughs> For a very long time. I just, I'm out. I can't have grape anything spreadable on my, obviously. I, dude, I put grape jelly in my breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I go to Wawa. I get ketchup, hot sauce, and grape jelly. Whoa. 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 Yeah. I, I, fat I, man. Fat man type wait, right here. Ketchup, hot sauce, and grape jelly? Try it. Don't knock it till you try it, brother. Just, you put ketchup on your eggs too, don't you? Damn, and hot sauce. Oh. And, and on my hash browns. I'm a ketchup guy. Uh, you ruined the egg. You, my hot the dog, egg is like perfect and you ruin it with hey, ketchup. Hey, man, look, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a villain. Uh, I'm a super villain. I'm okay uh, with that. Well, while we're here, I think ketchup is the devil's condiment. So, like, I super think it's the worst status. fucking thing on I, The only thing I put ketchup on is a hamburger. And if it's a bad hamburger. If it's a good hamburger, Thank it doesn't you. need ketchup. I put ketchup and mustard on everything. Oh, my God. Me and uh, Greg are connecting at a whole new level. I didn't believe there was anybody mu- else no, that I, made ketchup. Do you like mustard? Love mustard. I love mustard okay. on my hot The only thing I can put mustard on is a pretzel. You don't put it on cold cuts like a, like a hoagie or a sandwich or a sub or anything like that? No, no, no. I am a full-blown wow, terrorist. No, I, no, you're not a terrorist. He's the terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly things change. Yo, it's well, like what, Spider-Man what? me. Where it's like, 
You. Ah! Fuck you. Fuck you. What are you doing? Where are we at? See? Huh? Wait. Huh? Great I, jelly? I really need to understand this. I am so not like, a condiment person. No, that, that which is fine. That's fair. But if, would you ever order like an Italian hoagie or something that is not like poultry yeah. on a sandwich? So right. what do you put on a non-poultry sandwich is what I'm asking. Like if you're having salami or something like that, what do you... Nothing. Nothing? No mayonnaise. No mustard. Not a big ketchup person. Right. Mica oil and vinegar. All right, that's fine. And unless it's that. a cheesesteak. You're from Jersey. Unless that's it's a cheesesteak. Jersey. I'm like, you're from Unless Jersey. it's a cheesesteak or a cheeseburger. You put mustard on your cheesesteaks? No cheese. No cheese. Like, if I get a hoagie, no cheese. <laughs> and he said it like, no soup for you, face. Right. Anyway, he's like, no nope. cheese. If the camera was on, my face would have been like, <laughs> like, like wait, what? No what cheese the, and no I, mustard. But like, yeah, so you, I, just, you just have a sandwich, really, is what you're saying. <laughs> Basically. No, like, no, if I get it, first of all, if I eat a cheesesteak, I'm getting cheese, obviously. Though yes. one of my friends does not eat cheese on a cheesesteak. What do you put on your cheesesteak? Uh, you know, onions, okay. peppers. All right. What? Oh, oh, oh. Cheesesteak. Salt, where, pepper, where? ketchup. God damn it. Salt, ketchup. salt, salt, salt pepper, Philly. yeah. That's Philly. Salt, no. pepper, ketchup. If it's American bad, provolone, it needs ketchup. No. Salt, pepper, ketchup, American provolone, a little bit of mayonnaise. Fried onions. First, of all, it, on side. first of all, if you gave me that, I'll eat it. Like, I'm not going to be if like, you, oh, no, if, I can't touch If you go to a cheesesteak spot, that's the, that, yo, they ask no, you, no, where are you going? It's Salt not ketchup. uncommon. It, it, that is that is definitely okay. Philly. Like, I'm yeah, not, obviously, when they they make it, they put mayo. Like, I'm talking they about, like. I, I think you're going to ask for mayo. No, then no, no. No doubt, baby. Yo, he's, yo. I'm not. down on that one. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. A, like, I only thing I'm eating mayonnaise if it's in, like, tuna. Agreed. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh. Yo, yo, we're start. I, I have so many questions. Miracle Whip or regular mayonnaise? Miracle Whip belongs midnight on Turkey. November twenty fifth. Turkey, the day after Thanksgiving. That's it. Otherwise, mayonnaise throughout. Mayonnaise. A Miracle Whip, girl. Damn it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna have to do a yo, show us three just <laughs> yo, just talking food. Like, just talking food. I love Miracle Whip. Right, hold on, hold on. Here's what it's the got. sweetness. I understand that it's the sweetness because that's why you like ketchup too. Right, it's the it's sugar. Right, I'm a here's, fat ass. But here's, <laughs> Clearly, here's really what you're doing. You're making it harder for me what? to defend mayonnaise as a condiment, <laughs> I, and it's already a goddamn sorry you, uphill battle. I do, yo. It's so weird. In tuna, it's Miracle Whip. On oh. a cheesesteak, mayonnaise. If I'm making my sandwich, like if I get. If I get You're like, wrong. if I get my cold cuts and I make a sandwich in the house, it's Miracle Whip. If I get a hoagie from like Primos or somewhere else, it's Manny's. Look, man, <laughs> you, you know put Miracle I'm, Whip on your cheesesteak. No, no, Manny's, oh. Manny's, Manny's on that. Ooh. Manny's always Manny's, but Miracle Whip in my tuna, dude. I love Miracle Whip, bro. I'm sorry. Cut me a check. What's up with y'all? Cut, cut the kid a check. You want some sweet, sweet tuna? Uh, damn right. Speaking Onions, of relish. speaking of a check, uh, Chipwitch. If you're uh, listening, please. We we would love some Chipwitches. Yeah, Chipwitches yeah. are great. Oh, I don't. Oh, we'll have I'm to do that next week. Ass. No, we're gonna yeah. have to. We're gonna have to give you that picture. Oh, of what? Um, who posted it? John posted it. Or sent, sent it to me. Uh, or sent, John, our our fearless leader, John Crichton, posted. You know, a big like uh, ice cream truck. Like, what you? Oh. What would you pick? One through twenty five. If you off the top of your head, if you can, what would you pick? Ice cream truck. I'm stuck on the two. I'm old school. The Mickey Mouse ice cream bar or the chip witch. <laughs> Was that? Oh, right? okay. okay. Right, we're, back. Oh, okay. We're, we're back. We're back. Okay. Other. It's like yo, but see, in the hood, it's like you, you don't got both. It's like yeah, I ain't got those. I got these. So you got to go with the so, hood. So, the so hood wait, guy wait, got. wait. So in the hood, brothers are getting the Mickey Mouse on the stick. When I was a kid, yeah. Uh, but, okay. but if, okay. if the chip witch, the Nestle chip witch, that's off top. 
but they usually sell out. So you had to go with something that was like okay. the same texture, same or anything else. Okay. Mouse thing. Okay. Pause. Pause. Can I ask another question with food? Yeah. You guys eat grits? Yes. Yeah, always. All right. This is going to determine a lot here. Sugar in your grits? Yes. Or salt in your grits? Well, I'm the salt guy over here. I'm so, yeah. I don't put sugar in my I'm going to be honest. I don't put sugar in my grits. If I make them at home or my mm-hmm. mom makes them, mm-hmm. primary, I'll go sugar. But, so you like cream of wheat, too, probably. Oh, I, I love cream I love. I uh, put sugar in my cream of wheat. <laughs> Me too. Yo, that's a, we're, yo, we're so old. So love, ah. love, I, like I'll eat cream of wheat, but it's not something like I'm going out to get cream of wheat. But like, okay. if you're making breakfast, and you have mm-hmm. cream of wheat. I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. It's not like a sugar in your grits. Yeah, no doubt. I've never had sweet grits in my I'm, life. I've never had them either. I, I have a sweet tooth. It would curse me out. I have a yeah. sweet tooth. Uh. I, I, I like sweets. So what is uh, just regular sugar? You put brown sugar in there? Like what is? Is there any? Yeah, I prefer regular sugar. Regular sugar. But if I don't, I have brown sugar, less of the normal amount. But I'll throw brown. Sugar. Yeah. I've been a shrimp and grits guy like forever, and I can't, I I can't I I've never even attempted to try it sweet because I was like I don't eat why even bother I've never had shrimp and grits <laughs> yo okay yo yo all right so one day like literally we're we're gonna link up before we do a show I'm gonna take you to a spot um in like Elkins Park it used to be like in Germantown uh damn I forgot what it's called shrimp and grits and they got this thing called a Southern Comfort waffle. It's a cornbread waffle with catfish strips, sausage, oh God. sausage, sausage gravy over top of it. God, I, when I tell you, I, I, if I could, if I could talk how I want to talk, but I can't because this is the Philly <laughs> podcast and we are e for everyone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Think about that with a syrup, brother. Trust me, with the shrimp and grits, oh, man, it, it'll blow awesome. your mind. That, that, we'll, we, we'll link up some. I'll that, take that. The sound is good. It's dope. I, I don't it's called Southern Comfort Waffle. I forgot what it's called. They've expanded. Dude, what? Oh my lord! My grits: salt, pepper, hot sauce, cheese, and yeah. butter. Yeah, I should have known the hot sauce. Would come yeah, <laughs> like, Lord, uh, the mean, crystals. I'm too. surprised he doesn't have like a fanny pack of hot sauce. <laughs> hey, yo, I put hot sauce on everything. My eggs. I put yo. I check eggs. Out. My <laughs> bad. Sorry. Uh, real quick before we uh, and then take us out here, Greg. Yep. Uh, your money. your good friend Rob Motti uh, reporting the last 28 minutes here. Okay. I'm hearing teams are interested in Zach Ertz, but the Eagles' asking price is still too high for them. Which tells me this does not mean they want him back. Zach Ertz will be on the Eagles this season. They, they can, can cut settle him. for later picks. They can acquire one in the future. They can release him, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Now, why would you re- just outright release Zach Ertz? I guess that would be per his request it's, at that point. It's contentious at yeah. this point, isn't it? Probably between him and Howie. Like the arguing and stuff, it's contentious. Shouldn't this be a much bigger story? Like because Zach Ertz had a year and everybody had a crappy year last year, this would be a humongous deal if, one, people liked Zach Ertz and, two, knew what they were realized what they were giving up here. I, I think this is the Eagles fumbled, quote unquote, as kids say now, fumbled the bag. <laughs> all they had, all they had to do was, Excuse me. if they really urgently wanted to get value and trade Ertz, use them in the second or third round to move up. Yeah, that's why I, I, I don't. Like, I like, didn't understand. You that. weren't going to get a straight up two or a straight up three for Zach Ertz. I, I even laid out a scenario just for shites and giggles to, <laughs> yeah, be be so in love with the linebacking, you know, stuff that you guys love so much. Uh, you know, no, it's Buddy Ryan over here. Sha- I love the linebackers. Shaq Thompson <laughs> is probably not really in in much favor with the Panthers anymore. Matt mm-hmm. Rule is kind of you know changing right. things. overhaul, overhauling big time. I yeah. think that's an easy swap for them. But like, not even. 
I, that's what I'm saying. What, you're right, Greg. Whatever value that they're going to get back is going to be nothing now anyway. Right. Like, what are we going to future future for? I don't even think you're getting that for them. Is it? Is it? Isn't this just a tale of how the view of how the league views Zach Ertz? No. No, I think I, it's the Eagle losing leverage. Yeah, they okay. ha, they have no more leverage. It was the Wentz thing. We got right, yeah, three yeah. and a two. Yeah. It's it's because like someone has to pay him next year, so his value is not going to be that high for any. But like this astounds me. Where we heard there was on the doorstep of Ertz and Julio Jones being swapped last off season, and Andre Dillard was involved with that. Like I did hear about that. That Jesus. just like that in action surprises me now that you've landed here. At least you got something. At least you would have right. old ass Julio Jones, even though he's a free agent, right? Currently. I would take uh, old ass so. Julio Jones. Or maybe he's not, but you would have two years left, I think. Him with his with a two year contract with Jalen Hurts and now like I'd pay him. Sorry. <laughs> I'll take two years of a sixty percent Julio Jones over what we got in this round. I just I, I that might have that might have who I'll knows take it. but but that would have that stuff is what I mean. Like what's the point of holding on to it then? <laughs> Well, that goes to why I like the second and third round pick. Fletcher Cox isn't going to be here much longer. And before Fletcher Cox bottoms out in value, we have something. you have to move him. I've said, not to prolong the show, I'm sorry, but that's that's just the Eagles. Right. They like, hold on we, to people too long. It's 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 like the Phillies. We, we have nostalgic vibes with these players, and it's like as soon as we won the Super Bowl, probably in 2019, Fletcher Cox rolled. You should have got, you should have. We wouldn't be in cap hell right now. Right. Same thing with Ertz. Right. Thanks for having me on, Jay. Yo, I appreciate you being able to, you know, come through and uh, listen. But uh, once again, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Philly iPod. We'll be back next week. The NFL schedule will be released soon. We'll dig into it, and I'll probably sit here and scream, say Eagles Super Bowl 17 and 0. <laughs> or I'll be completely angry and pissed off and say 0 and 17. Some, somewhere in the middle, probably. And I'll probably still say uh, 16 and 0 because uh, I forget that there's 17 games. <laughs> um,. <laughs> I know I'm surprised John didn't bring it up. The Sixers are in second place now, not first. Yeah. He's probably loving the That's Brooklyn cool. Nets. But the That's Nets cool. got the Bucks in oh, a back to back coming up. So the Eagle or the Sixers will be back in first place soon. Cool. Uh yeah, next week I want to dive into a report about the Sixers gonna do a sign and trade with Kyle Lowry. Daryl Morey, you'll go from my favorite to my worst if you do it. And uh next week we'll go back into the uh rest of the Eagles draft. Their pick is coming up, I believe, in the fifth round. We're wrapping up the fourth round right now. Uh, we'll be right back. And I believe we'll have a guest. For those of you who know, Babes on Broad may be on the show next week. Shout out to Sam and shout out to Jess. Jess. Jess and Sam both getting married coming up. Congratulations, guys. Wish you guys nothing but the best. But thanks for listening to the Philly iPod. We'll be back next week from the Last Out Media Studios here. Thanks, John. Have a good one. Once again, thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff.